0: Hey guys, welcome back to the No Bull Podcast. Today's a really neat episode. I got the chance to go talk to one of our constitutional live classes that was wrapping up and uh, give them a charge just to continue to be in the fight for freedom. And uh, the title of the message that I had for him was Hope Not in Politicians and was just talking a lot about how our hope is in the Lord and it's not in a person. It's not in a politician. There's no person on Capitol Hill or in the White House that is going to save the nation. It's going to take a collective effort by the body of Christ to get in the fight for freedom, to get in the fight for God's principles and the way he wants things to be done if we really want to see this nation get turned around and saved and restore um, our founding principles. And so I really enjoy doing this, and I hope that you guys get something out of this message It's real short and sweet and to the point. And so here we go, with the Noble Bullcrap Podcast. This is Hope Not in Politicians. Hello, everybody. I am Reagan Green. I'm super excited to be with y'all tonight. Uh, um, when uh, I think you're gonna see me in this episode, and I'm about this high. I got a real, I got a real squeaky voice. It's real young. Yeah, it's, it'll be funny. Exactly. So, um, when Ben asked me to come talk tonight and give you guys kind of a, a charge for this class that you're doing, uh, immediately I was, heck yes, I would love to because. I love being with these classes. I love hearing from you guys what you're getting out of it. So that's actually kind of want to, how I want to open up. I want to hear from you guys. What are y'all getting out of the class so far? Somebody just anything. What's one thing? Go for it. I can tell you, I've been buying David Barton books like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> guy, I said, don't bring me anymore. <laughs> yeah. I bought one of them. There's so many good ones. Yeah, you just you, right. you there's and they're endless. Somebody else. What have you gotten out of the class uh, so far?
1: getting very, very disappointing and sad about how far we've got away from our Constitution. Yeah, yes. It's yes. Been very, very, it's upsetting, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've been more aware that I can pass on to maybe my grandkids and my son. Yes. And they kind of relate to it, my son, but he said, yeah, they just don't teach anything anymore. And we need to know what our Constitution says for our own
0: yeah. rights we got. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Somebody else? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm telling more people about the Constitution and about this particular yeah. class. Yeah. Good. And sharing it with some of the some of the other women's
1: groups that need to know about the Constitution. Yeah. So I think just being aware and telling people that I think that's, I mean, I've gotten a lot out of it. it's great. the extension that the, the government
0: has overextended yeah. into our rights. Right. Right. That's great. Yeah. One more person. No, go ahead, man. I had never read the Constitution mm-hmm. until now. I mean even in high school we talked about it, mm-hmm. but we didn't have to read it. And yeah. I just I have learned so much that
1: I'm just overwhelmed with yeah. the things that Congress and everybody up in the
0: big White House is doing that's mm-hmm. against the Constitution. Yes, yes. And it's just it's crazy. Yeah. Well, we do have a lot of work ahead of us, but it all starts with education, and that's what you're doing here in this class. And I will say, yeah, go ahead, man. I got one. Yeah. Now, you're Rick's son. Yes, sir. I don't ever want to get in an
1: argument with your dad. I don't either.
0: I don't either. I can't win any debates with him, so. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm super excited to talk to y'all tonight. Um, Real quick, um, just wanted to say that it is really encouraging to me to see, I don't know, this is 50 people, 60 people almost, um, in a room wanting to learn about the Constitution and having a hunger for that. And so to see the fruits of my dad's labor and all the classes that he creates and all this material, I'm just super proud of him and Patriot Academy because of all of you guys. So I just wanted to say thank you also to Ben for hosting this. Let's give him a hand, man. I mean, yeah. yeah. So there was a private plane heading from Houston to Dallas and it had the President of the United States on it. It had the smartest man in the world, and it had a priest, and it had a middle school kid. Now, it started to experience some engine failures. So the pilot, he says, guys, we're, we're going down. We're, we're, we're gonna crash. The problem was they only had four parachutes on the plane. So he grabs one, and he ditches. He just jumps out, leaves everybody else. So the President says, man, I'm the President of the United States, I, I'm an important person, I gotta survive. So he grabs a parachute, he jumps out. Smartest man in the world says, I'm the smartest man in the world. The world needs me. So he grabs a parachute, jumps out. So it's only the priest and the kid left. And the priest says, son, I've lived a good life. I'm a man of God. I know where I'm going. You take the last parachute. And the kid says, mister, it's okay. We have two. The president, he grabbed my backpack. (laughs) So the title of my little message for you guys is Hope Not in Politicians, because... Most of them are corrupt and stupid, so go ahead. Can we pray for that? (laughs) Pray for who? (laughs) To be true. Oh, I don't know. We'll talk about that later. Um, But I I just want to, yeah, I just want to emphasize this tonight, that our hope is not in any man, it's not in any president, it's not in any politician, but our hope is in God. Um, How many of you guys think that America's got some issues that we need to work out? (laughs) Yeah, clearly. You wouldn't all be here if you didn't think so. How many of you think that the enemy, the devil, has been getting away with too much for the last half century in our nation? Oh, amen. Right. If you want to understand a little bit more of his motives behind, behind things, I have a little video I want to play for you guys. Y'all watch this. If I were the devil,
1: if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness. And I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree. The. So I'd set about however necessary to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth, I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old I would teach to pray after me, our father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in And I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing.
0: Um, That video was made in the 60s, that recording. Yep. So pretty much everything that has happened since then, right? And uh, it's sad to say that Satan does have his hooks, his fangs into pretty much every area of our society. Politics, fashion, music, movies, the arts, corporations, and in some instances, the pulpit, in which we have soft, spineless, ignorant pastors and congregations comfortable in their little bubbles of Christianity, never touching the problems in the culture, but rather attempting to take themselves out of the equation in hopes of escaping the consequences of policies and social, do- social doctrines that don't align with scripture and uh, we'll just leave them alone. But newsflash, they won't. Those consequences will not leave you alone. How many of you remember all the churches shut down last year because of uh, power-hungry, egocentric politicians? And uh, did anybody see the videos of pastors getting arrested? Um, if my clicker will show you. Yeah. I remember watching those videos last year and thinking, what in the world is going on? Surely we are not this dumb, but Satan will use people's ignorance to exploit and hurt God's people. And he has just been having his way with the fearful, ignorant sheep of this nation. Now, I want to remind you guys that we are fighting a spiritual war. We are fighting against the powers of darkness. Satan would like nothing more than to destroy the beacon of hope and freedom in the world that is America and the biblical principles that she is founded on. Left versus right, whatever label you want to put on it, there's no question that the nation is splitting. The left has now bred two generations of people that uh, are taught to be ignorant of our history and hate America. The left genuinely believes that America is evil. Now, I would say that a nation that sacrifices 600,000 of its own to end slavery, saves the world in two world wars, is always the first one to respond to natural disasters all across the world, is a nation founded on the idea that we as individuals have natural rights given to us by God and that government's only reason to exist is to protect those natural rights. I would say it's a pretty dang good nation. I don't know if you agree with me or not, but that's what we're learning in this class. We are far from perfect though. Sadly, we are a nation that still murders over one million babies a year. We have a 23.43 trillion dollar debt, that's trillion with a T. That's money that we have stolen from future generations of Americans. We have major cities with homelessness on the rise as well as crime. We celebrate and even make martyrs out of criminals just because they were in an altercation with an officer with a different skin color. Needless to say, we are not a perfect nation because we're a nation made up of imperfect people. Now, thankfully, we are a nation founded on the principles of building a society that come from the book written by a perfect God. Our perfect God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is on our side. We may not be a perfect nation, but we serve a perfect God. And we might not even be a nation that is fully devoted to this God as a whole, but God only needs a remnant. God used Gideon and 300 men to have victory over an entire Midianite army. God told Abraham that he would spare Sodom for the sake of 10 righteous. Now, there weren't 10 righteous in Sodom, but he would have spared it. Jesus used 12 disciples to go on a tear and spread the good news of the gospel and change the entire world. Now, I have two questions for you guys tonight. The first question is, why should we fear? We have eternal victory. We know God is on our side. Even if the odds are against us, politically, socially, economically, which by the way, I don't believe they are, but even if they are, God is still on our side. And we should consider it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds. The most uh, frequent command in the Bible, do not be afraid, is usually followed by God doing or going to do something. And I believe God is telling us, do not be afraid, I am about to move. I am moving. He's always in control. He is always in control. Amen. Yes. Now, usually that never looks like how we predict it or how we, we think it's going to look like God moving. Because um, let's be honest, America could completely fall apart tomorrow. Um, you just never know. But you know what? Even if it did, God would still be on our side because we're fighting for truth. We're fighting for his way of doing things. And in some way, And that only he could do, he would still work all things together for the good of those that love him and are called according to his purpose. And that doesn't mean we won't suffer, you know, you're all here for a reason and you're taking this class for a reason. And most likely that's because you know when you look at the nation and what's going on right now, you know we're not doing something right. We've, as Christians, abdicated our responsibility in the culture and then in the political realm. We have left, so when the church did that, we left an open door for Marxism. And we all know at the core of Marxism, the goal is to kill God and make man God. And that is clearly not a good thing. A big part of why we're allowing that to happen is just ignorance. Um, Ignorance of our true history, ignorance of the role that Christianity played in our founding, the reality that we have the rights to uh, freedom of religion, but with those rights come responsibilities to protect them and pass them on to future generations. But you know the good thing about ignorance? It's curable. And that's exactly what you're doing in this class. And you all have one more week after this, and so I'm sure whatever ignorance you brought into this was cured, and you now know the steps that must be taken to retake this nation for righteousness. Okay, my second question for you guys is, whoops, Why should we have hope? I'll tell you why I have hope. I have hope because of you guys. Because I get the privilege and the honor of traveling with my dad all across the nation, and I get to see the awakening that is happening in God's people um, to get involved in the culture. we've, We've woken up and we've realized, dang, we're losing our freedom. We're losing the ability to freely worship our God People are under attack left and right from, frankly, um, the—I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, the people that, the, that Satan has his control over, he is just using every ability he has, every waking moment, to take us down and, and, and to destroy us, but— you all in here, you are not the minority. I can tell you from my travels, you're actually in the majority. I get to see every summer hundreds of young people my age um, and Ben's age come through our Patriot Academy boot camps and I'm telling you these kids are on fire for truth. They, we, we take them through their, uh, our political boot camps and we teach them the political process, um, how the legislative, process works, and then we give them leadership training. We teach them the Constitution. We give them good, grounded biblical principles of how a society should be run. I also get to see thousands of people come to our constitutional defense courses out at Front Sight, and they get firearms training with us as well as constitutional training. Um, Let's see, (laughs) just in this year alone, we have taken over 50,000 people through our new biblical citizenship in modern America course, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second here, but in other words, People are hungry, so that's the course here that we're taking people through, people are hungry for truth, and I'm, I'm seeing that everywhere I go. I mean, I, I'm fortunate in that that's not most people's experience, not everybody gets to travel and be a part of a bunch of classes like this, so, but just take my word for it, okay? <laughs> I see people so on fire for God's truth, for getting back to the Bible, for getting back to the, the, our first love. You know, we were a nation founded on God's principles, and we've forgotten that. We're a nation that has largely moved away from it, but there's an awakening happening. And, and I just want to encourage all with that and, and come to the understanding that these principles that we're fighting for, God's way of doing things, we can do that with or without America. Now, it's best to have America and the freedoms that we have in this nation. But again, even if America goes away tomorrow, God is still with us. He's he's on our side, and so that's what I want to encourage you guys with. But I want to answer, I want to ask this question real quick. How do we know that God is on our side? How do we know that God is actually going to fulfill his promise and take care of his people? Um, Whether America lives a hundred more years, a thousand years, or is gone tomorrow. Let's look at the Bible. If you follow God's involvement with the children of Israel... it's it's pretty safe to say that God doesn't make his promises to governments. He makes them to people, to his people. And so I just want to look at a couple of scriptures with you guys. Um, Very famous one, Deuteronomy uh, 31.6, be strong and courageous. Be not afraid for the Lord your God is with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. That was a promise from our God. Very soon after that, Joshua 1 5 no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life just as I was with Moses I will be with you I will not leave you or forsake you Isaiah 41:10 fear not for I am with you be not dismayed for I am your God I will strengthen you I will help you I will uphold you with my righteous right hand Zephaniah 3:17 the Lord your God is in your midst a mighty one who will save we serve a mighty God don't we Yes, we do. You all know Psalms 23, 4. Even, even though, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. How many of you think we're a nation being run by fear right now? Yep. Everybody is so afraid of everything. But even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil. For the Lord our God is with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Romans 8. Romans um, 8. Oh, I'm sorry, I had the wrong uh, one up there. This is Romans 8:38 through 39. Uh, For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers, things present or things to come, or powers, height or depth, or anything uh, else in all of creation shall separate us from the love of God and our Lord Jesus Christ. So, friends, fellow patriots, God is on our side, and we really have no reason to fear failure. We can fear maybe some setbacks and some hard times, but let that fear motivate us to have courage. You know, it's not, it's not bad to be fearful. Fearful is an, a natural reaction to things. What matters is, are you gonna have courage in the midst of fear and overcome that fear with courage? And it takes leaning on the Lord to have that courage. And so um, that's all I got for you guys tonight, but I do wanna play for you a quick little promo for our other class, y'all are taking Constitution Alive, and this is great. But earlier this year in January, we just came out with another class, Biblical Citizenship in Modern America. And it's got Constitution Alive in it, and then a whole bunch of new stuff. So um, I want to give you all a taste of this real quick, and then we can do questions or chat about this um, a little bit more. So God is on our side. All right, so that uh, class, go to patriotacademy.com to learn more. As you guys know, um, I'm telling you it's awesome. It's so cool. And like I said 50,000 people just since January We've gotten to take that class um, And so I want to encourage you next steps for you guys Ben might have already talked about this But become a coach and host your own class that is how we take back this nation We we educate people motivate them and then get them involved and get them uh, Doing the same thing that y'all are doing here. It, it, it really it all comes back to education ignorant people allowed the nation to get to the point where it's at. So if we can get people knowing the truth and get them fired up to defend it and get involved, that, that's how you win nations back. So that course is, is incredible. Um, a lot of great stuff in there. You saw guys like Kirk Cameron, uh, Pastor Rob McCoy with uh, Thousand Oaks out in California. He, he was a huge player in getting churches open last year. Um, he was the only church in California really that, that defied the governor's orders and stayed open. And so, a bunch of great people in that course uh, just dropping a lot of truth bombs and really motivating people to get involved. So, um, I'm going to hand it off to Ben and get you guys going with your episode because um, I know y'all don't want to go over time too much. But go ahead, man. Yeah, go for Some it. i ignorant people and, and making ignorant decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I personally see it as, as incrementalism, it's little things that people let slide. Yeah that build over time, yeah. and how do you stop that? How do you, because you're trying to be tolerant of other people mm-hmm. or, or their thoughts or beliefs, what, what do you come back with truth? Yeah, I mean, so for me personally, in my generation, I, I tell people don't, go, don't do public school, don't put your kids in public school, home school. I mean, gosh, the education system, that's probably too far gone. It is straight up leftist indoctrination, and slowly, little by little, as they're going through the grades, they're adding more and more leftist ideologies and indoctrination through that. So I think the getting out of the public school system is the number one thing for people in my generation. Um, for people in y'all's generation, this, doing classes like this, this is just how you do it. But you say get involved locally? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. These people are yeah. that are running for office. Right, and, and I can tell you, um, like with with all these mask mandates for schools happening across the nation. There's been a ton of people yeah. showing up to school board meetings and and letting their voice be heard and getting these uh, mandates reversed. And so we're putting a lot of pressure on the school board. Everybody's realizing that we do need to get involved locally because that is also where the battle is taking place. You know, you, you can have whoever in the White House, but if but if your local school boards, if your county commissioners, if your judges, if they're corrupt and if they're ignorant, you're still not gonna be able to get much done. So the local battle is really where things need to start. And then if you can solve the problem for the most part locally, in most places, that expands up to state and then federal. And that is really the game plan of how you take back a nation. It's a domino effect, but you have to start, it's bottom up. You gotta start locally and work your all the, all, the, all the way up. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Remember that our hope is not in any politician. It is not in any man or woman uh, or anybody in the White House, anybody in Congress. Our hope is in God alone and in his word, and we have eternal victory because we know that God is on our side. Take that truth and remind yourself of that today. Remind your family, remind your friends, and hopefully it will encourage them to further seek truth and seek God and use that as their weapon to get involved in the culture and start taking some ground for the kingdom. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Y'all take care. We'll see you on the next one.